This is Real Presence Live on the Your RPR listening Network, to Real Presence bringing Live. you stories of now faith and hope more through inspirational local and guests from across the upper Midwest. At the extraordinary now, back things to the show. happening in our local area. Great, Heard right welcome here back to Real on the RPR Live. Network. This is Father Jason Kern. I'm joined with Matt Wilcom. Thanks for spending two hours with us here we on are Real Presence here out of Live. Boston, Minnesota I'm Matt Wilcom. We're Along with Father Jason Kern, live on the phone Father, you are Father the vocations James director Stair for the Diocese of Winona Rochester, one of our many awesome priests. We just spoke with a couple other fantastic priests, the practical and rambling fathers, Father Brian Mulligan and Father Tay, about their podcast. So tune into that. And really great stuff about uh, prayer. There. And uh, Father James, it's great yet to have another you with us this morning. Father, to honor. Good morning, this segment. Happy to be on with everyone. In yeah, fact, it's now time you know, for this week's uh, Honor Our Father Fathers segment. We have many great parish, priests who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. So we want to honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business. Let Father us know Jim, who Christmas you'd like isn't to honor. over yet, right? We're in the we'll octave, name, the eight days of Christmas. Share who the winner is and, and, and find out why that Christmas season with Epiphany coming up this was nominated weekend. by one or Thanks more of our listeners. Thanks for being with us today. Tell us a little bit about uh, yourself so this week. We have the great privilege to honor Father year. James Bissonnette from St. Okay, James um, in St. Elizabeth Catholic Church in Duluth, Minnesota. Now, I know a ton of beautiful Duluth priests. You're still on. They, we'll those guys are you. awesome. I'll, uh, and so I'll cover for you and tell you to be honored you know, Christmas in the current household this year was a great blessing. Father Jim has served we, uh, as a priest at the Diocese my nephew Duluth and my brother. And, uh, wow. and uh, my dad, my he mother's deceased, St. Raphael in Duluth together. and St. Rose and Proctor since 2018. But at the same time, he served as a vicar general for many years. He's a canon lawyer. I had the grace of being able to say, I just want to be here. I just want to be present to this. And enjoy it. I felt like I was like this old man of Grandpa. And then again, now this past year, following and the just appreciating what was in front of me. Bishop Paul so that was kind of the way I spent Christmas and tried to be with my own family. Father Jim uh, has had year, a tough year, grieving the loss of his friend, and Bishop Paul. Of Christmas, and again, like, lately, for his friend and mentor, and Father Richard Partica. You know, the point throughout this, Father Jim has prudently led the diocese through the grief. So, Father Jim, how about you? What was, and through all the complications, what's it been like for you this year? He is patiently awaiting the nomination of their next bishop, and that's been much anticipated. He works very hard in, this, in his parishes and in the diocese and manages to keep uh, a great sense of humor. He's kind to families, he's patient with children, he's friendly with the congregation, knowledgeable in his catechesis, and compassionate to everyone going through the highs and lows of life. Father Jim is faithful and hardworking. We can tell he is striving and encouraging us to strive for the Lord and for heaven. God is clearly the center of his life. But it was, uh, this person who's writing this says they work at the parish the, level as a music coordinator days, uh, and the Dawson level, one of the, the department office, secretaries for Father Jim. I, I like and their co-workers the and family are all grateful for the way Father Jim leads and pastors the small flocks and the whole flock of the diocese. We thank God for Father Jim. What a beautiful testimony and statement uh, from the author there uh, talking about Father James Bissonnette from the Diocese of Duluth and who will be honored with some donuts. How about that? Very deserving priest. Father Bissonnette, uh, having especially lately served a couple of stints as the uh, 
the diocese the administrator really, as they're waiting the, the, uh, the naming of their the, new uh, bishop. The uh, ever since the, the death of Bishop Paul Serbo, uh, it's been a difficult year for the, for the people of the Diocese of Duluth. It has, yeah. And they, you know, they had an interim bishop named, and then that ended up falling through where he resigned his, 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 his uh, acceptance of that nomination from Pope Francis. And so it's been a difficult time for them to kind of juggle that. And Father James has had to step in and, and, and lead that that whole diocese, and it sounds like including parishes at the same time. And so that's a huge um, partaking, a huge undertaking for anyone. It's beautiful and in the, for in the parishes. So you know, it's, for the diocese, it's a difficult uh, year. It's been a difficult a year. I think as priests, it's been hard for us I, to kind of find that I, balance I, of, I'm, I'm you know, sure we, he was at the funeral last year for Bishop Serba. I was blessed to be able to be there as well. And yet at the same time, we also want to be able to stay open. We want people to feel comfortable to come. And rightly so. Bishop Serba, he was an amazing man. Uh, he was my so floor dean in seminary that line uh, for a year, and I uh, got to know him very well. With it all. Uh, and, man of and this year specifically, uh, true humility, you know, we know there were joy people that weren't at mass and uh, because to be to have to follow security security basically in his footsteps going on. in leading a diocese and, and as an administrator. How, you know, we uh, that's, that's a tall order for anybody. But it sounds like Father Bissonnette is been up to the challenge. He's been doing a great job and being named yet again to that that role. Uh, diocesan uh, administrator. Just, just so, congratulations to Father Bissonnette. Or as if they're unto You're getting a dozen donuts. To, to know that Christ has what better way to celebrate during the octave one with of us, Christmas? Right? That's right. What is that? What was that you're like for you to kind of Real Presence Live? As I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Jason Kern, who aren't there, and we're broadcasting from the church rectory here at St. Edward's in Austin, Minnesota. We're waiting for you this year. Patiently waiting for the snow to come. At least my kids are. They they've been wanting to. Sled. Yeah, more snow tomorrow, right? Yes, and uh, they, uh, they've been able to do a little bit of sledding, but um, you know, we moved back up here from Omaha a couple of years ago, and they're like, a couple of, a few days ago, they're, like, they're talking to their friends, and they're saying they're, they had snow in Omaha, there's snow in Des Moines, but there was no snow up here. I'm like, why did, why did we move up back up north if there's, there's not going to be any snow? I, I said, you know, just be patient. When it comes, it will stay. <laughs> you know, and I, uh, I, I love that because so many people so were like, oh, we need a white Christmas. And, and, and so we have your kids. We have others to blame who are begging for this white Christmas because we got it. It, yes. it. it was a blizzard on, what was that, the 23rd? I think so. Ended up being a blizzard and uh, white out conditions through much of our area. So the Lord blesses us in mysterious ways. Sometimes it's by the, the prayers of children for snowfall. Uh, other times it's through much bigger realities. And so um, it's a blessing to be able to kind of be here today and to talk about, you know, like Father Jim, who has served so faithfully, so many people who live the faith out in their lives. What was your Christmas like this year, uh, Matt? How did you spend Christmas uh, with your family? Well, I ventured over. We, we went over to my parents' place over in Wisconsin, and we had a, a great time for a couple of days there. Uh, but that also meant, uh, in our situation, that we had to leave most of the presents behind and wait to see when we got back whether Santa came or not. And, of course, he did. And uh, But on the way back last night, I was kind of kidding my, my kids, my children, about, 
about how I mean, oh, you know, we're, it's so late. I don't know if we're going to have uh, the energy I, I to open up presents when we get back. And of course, they were just having none of that. Right. Um, but we had a great time well, with my my, my parents I, I over in Wisconsin, and I went to mass over there. My dad, he's, he's a deacon. Uh, he's a permanent deacon over there, and so he preached the homily for the feast of the Holy Family, and did a great job there. And he told a couple of really great stories about. Just the value of family life, of being able to rest in that and not feel like you have to be constantly at work or working or or doing something outside of just being present to your family. I love that. You know, it's one of the temptations of our society today is to think we've got to fill our schedules with stuff. Yeah. You know, whether it's in, in Christmas time is always that we've got projects, we've got things that we want to do or accomplish, and all of that's good. We should, you know, value work. We should value getting things done and achieving goals and, you know, meeting responsibilities, all that is necessary. But there's a temptation to, to a certain workaholism in our culture, a society of work, where we, we don't know how to rest. Actually, right? And we might rest by watching TV, vegging out, not doing anything. But it's not always life giving. It's not always nurturing the soul. And that's a temptation. So to be able to kind of, you know, speak into that from in, in the midst of family, right? Like there's lots of busyness, lots of hectic uh, times. Uh, and so whether we have children around or not in our homes, uh, we have to find ways to rest. Which is true to what we need in order to, to let go, let go of grasping at control, let go of grasping at kind of trying to have everything understood or figured out. Uh, so he was able to preach into that a little bit, and kind of tie some of that together. He was, and uh, and then we made the decision to stay another night over there. I think maybe his homily influenced that a little bit. And then we were rewarded with an outing yesterday afternoon squirrel hunting. Wow. And we didn't see any. Oh. Like, I think the squirrels knew that the snow was coming. I think they just they were just hiding. But uh, we had some good quality family time over there. Um, and hopefully next time we'll get we'll get Mr. Bushytail. Nice. But, uh, yeah, it was funny, the, the homily that he gave. Highlighted in his early days yes. when he was a dentist. Yeah, and, 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 and he, he had this little five-year-old boy in the chair, and he was explaining to this young boy the importance of brushing your teeth and flossing and all of this. And really stuff that maybe your average kid might not find all that exciting. And he interrupted my dad at one point, apparently, and he said, you know, as a five-year-old would, and he said, Doctor, will come. Can I ask you a question? He said, "Okay. Do you really enjoy this?" And it was a story. Speaking into that reality of you know working versus spending time with your family. And he said, "I'd rather be fishing." But yes, I do enjoy what I do. And so there's the dignity in work, but the recognition that we can't be constantly. Uh, working all the time. I think there was another story that he uh, said, I think it was Betty Ford, and she was giving a commencement day. speech well, to some women at a college, a women's college, and she was congratulating them on their academic achievements and their their budding careers that they would soon be embarking on. But she said to them, when you look back at the end of your life, you'll never 
You'll never regret not spending more problem. time at the office. Absolutely. We're speaking but this you morning will with Father James Starosinich from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Rochester. With your uh, let's pick up on that theme on the other just side. To we're step aside just real quick. Yeah, You're listening so to Real this time Presence to Live. To I'm Matt Wilkin along with Father Even Jason if it ends up Kern. There's more or some other with Father James Starosinich next. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live and to fight on that. the Real you know, Presence Radio Network. Away from each other, but to, f- to overcome it. And whether I'm Deacon Dan Goshi along with Father Anthony Craig, the Diocese of Duluth. We are hosts of Real Presence Live. We wish you a very merry and holy Christmas. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout right? North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. We have to bridge that gap. Hello, this sure. is Mike Kidrowski, the director of Advancement and, uh, for Real Presence Radio with an end-of-year gift planning tip. With the end-of-year approaching, what a Pope charitable Francis gift can help you support did. our mission and, and receive tax marketing, benefits. Uh, in addition to gifts of cash, of here is a gift strategy worth considering. Gifts of appreciated assets such as securities or real estate are an excellent way for you to help our cause. Securities may be transferred directly to us, while real estate is transferred through a from the directory will not here affect at the your cash flow, Church and they Saint provide Edward the following in Austin, tax Minnesota, benefits. A charitable deduction don't to help anywhere. you save There's on more taxes, to come. a bypass of federal and state capital gains taxes, and an avoidance of tax on Stay net investment income. More real to learn more to about these strategies the and radio making an end of your gift, please call or visit our website today at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701 Provides quality started. machining and induction heat treating to Father a variety Craig of industries. Wishing you Just as St. Joseph worked Christmas diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155. And You're are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. back to more inspiration and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local Area. This is heard right here on the RPR Network. What a wonderful gift it is! It's a merry Christmas at 45 minutes past the hour we have on Real Presence Mother. Live. I'm Jesus Matt Wilson, along with Father Jason Kern so from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Isn't it wonderful and to have we are a mother on our side? This edition of Real Presence Live. And I'm the communications director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. And I just wanted to put in a shameless plug our Christmas present to you. If you go to our Facebook page, Diocese of Winona, Rochester, we are giving away not one, but three nine inch statue replicas of the There's a beautiful statue at the shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in La Crosse, Wisconsin, Mother of the Unborn. And so our is we, uh, I thought this would be a great opportunity to, to bring back Come Friday Facebook fun because Christmas Come fell on a Jesus Friday Christ. this year. Uh, and so
So if you go out, out to our, our Facebook page, the Diocese Mustard of Winona, Catholic Rochester, store, South Dakota's there's a place question to there. Catholic books, Just answer the question decor. below to With enter to win. In Rapid City and Sioux one of those three we are statues will be giving them away on Tuesday. That's tomorrow From baptism at noon. To so Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Facebook page. And, and we're joined we this morning by Father James Star Sittich, also of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, who is on his way to the exact same shrine there in Our Lady of Christmas spirit alive, and uh, we appreciate you bringing that up, Father, because um, you're listening you know, to the secular world live on the Christmas. Real Presence Radio and, Network. However, join the, the conversation on we our Facebook page or on Twitter, and, then and be sure to uh, like why, and follow us for more great soon. Catholic content. Now, well, back to the show. Thanks for being here on Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilcom, along with Father Jason Kern. We've been talking a little bit about the Feast of the Holy Family, which we just celebrated yesterday, now today, the Feast of the Holy Innocents. But earlier this month, Father Kern, on December 8th specifically, Pope Francis declared a year dedicated to St. Joseph. And I was so excited, so pumped. I got my consecration book ordered. It's here. I'm ready to go. Uh, and, uh, and now... Uh, like a couple weeks later, our Holy Father Pope Francis completely blows my mind in declaring yet another year <laughs> dedicated this time to the family. And this is uh, the, uh, in, in uh, commemoration of the fifth anniversary of his apostolic exhortation, Amoris Laetitia, otherwise known as the joy of love. And so... Uh, the importance of the family. He's really wanting to drill down on this, but it's just completely blown my mind. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> you know, I, I'm so with Father, you in the, once we the get excitement Father about Stern the year St. Joseph and that I was already can, doing uh, the consecration. Pick up where uh, he the, left. You know, a new he's talking about the, the, the his trip to the, the preparation of our Lady of consecration to St. Joseph. That's been very popular that's a way, by Father Don Galloway. Right away that we can kind of keep this So I'm on day 27 right now. He's trying to continue to live in that incarnation preparation day. I'm ready for Christ. Taking a day to kind of be with Jesus and the Holy Family. Especially as a busy um, pastor, I'm, I'm ready to go from Holy Christmas Jesus, masses to uh, Holy Family, and then now uh, Monday morning to kind of take a breath. So, but, but for him, reality, he's living it out. He's saying, I don't want to just go and you're right. It shows how much Pope Francis to pray, wants to, to enter into really the point us of the something Christmas that's reality. Really, he was talking in the last uh, segment. Really uh, looks like, we, and that is you know, again, like I think about back on, but he was talking in the last segment about the incarnation and how the incarnation really allows for us to live in Christ. Christ, you know, took on our human nature. We see as Catholics. So we understand that he took on humanity, and so we see that reality so much individual humanity. Society, but by doing so, he unites that we are battling uh, a war divinity. for the good so that of the family, he can be the good of us marriage, as God, the good of family life, him uh, as in our humanity. It's, it's a way that we continue to live has always been a stout reality of that. Continue to participate. Pope Francis, rather than in a very defensive in the nature kind of God and constantly railing against Father Jim, I think we got you back on here. You're very proactive. It's all good. Emphasizing the good of family. We covered for you. You don't have any to apologize for father, <laughs> but it's, we welcome you back and can be men uh, for their want to give you the opportunity to continue to represent and share with uh, us the you know, you're on this pilgrimage God you're living in communion with Christ right? to be an Christmas hasn't an ended and, and, and you're living that out by making this pilgrimage with some seminarians it sounds like probably from the neocatechumenal ways the community that you're involved in you and another priest will be traveling with them down to the shrine today I think Pope Francis is going along with a theme is that what motivated you is it just an opportunity 
prominent you know, after the previous post as well, weekend, thinking specifically uh, of John Paul II, who said uh, what, what's in his apostolic letter, Tertio Millennio, yeah, that yeah, the we, future we of humanity passes by way of the, the family. Guys on mm. a little bit of a break. And that we never take a break from God, such though. sense here. And you, you see what has happened kind of this year, down, so much fear in our culture over this virus. And I don't want to play down anyone's legitimate concern over it. However, I think we've seen just how fearful people can be when they're faced with death when they haven't been formed in the ways of the Lord, when they are not exercising fear of the Lord over the fears that so often can grip us in this world, and recognizing that this world isn't our ultimate home. That's what fathers should lead their children to fearlessly embrace the fact that no matter what happens in this life, God loves me, and he, in his providential care for me, he knows what is going to happen, he has already, he's already provided for that. A way, a way out. Amen. And in society, you know, fathers have always been that. They've all, almost always been able to do it simply through their presence and through just being who they are, right? By being a dad, by being a father, you witness and, and then working, caring for the good of the household, uh, constantly witnessing to them of your stability, your willingness to kind of sacrifice for the greater good, to show them that life is more important than possessions or earthly things, uh, more important than getting the new possessions or, uh, uh, you know, like a new boat I'm thinking about, right? Like, things like that. We're always trying to get the next big thing. Fathers show that, no, our, our priority is about being together, about loving each other, about being in communion with each other. And that witness has always borne fruit. And I think we're getting to an age where we need even more than that, right? We don't have that in many cases, but we actually need fathers who will talk to their children about the importance of faith, about the importance of eternal life, living for God, and keeping the main priority the main priority and pointing them beyond this world because we realize that so much of this world is going to try to grasp at you, going to try to take you away. And so whether it's in fear or whether it's in, you know, pleasure and seeking out earthly realities, we fathers are the ones who have to call them back to what's truly essential. And, and moms do that too, of course, but there's just a particular way that dads and fathers really represent and witness to this because as they work in the world, they also point them to a world beyond this world. Right. It helps me to, to I, uh, focus on. I, I, you're, you're, you are right that mothers do this Jesus as well, but there's a very specific way in which fathers like baby, radiate that, and, that fatherhood of God. The initiator, the, the pursuer. And so we're also called to, to initiate and pursue not only with our wives, but relationships with our children. Uh, they hunger for that. They, they yearn for that. And they need that constant reminder of who they are. You know, not only in my eyes as their father, but, but it, it gives them that reassurance <laughs> ultimately that I'm loved by God the Father and he's not somebody who... Just no, it's beautiful. Back it's, I, I'm so happy to hear that you're taking and, that time for prayer and for reflection. Bad stuff to you're right on the Feast right. of Holy Innocence to kind of go and pray for just so many needs in our world, he's in our society, even in our own parishes. We see such desperate uh, needs and, and people yearning even, and longing. Even when, and the Holy Innocence reminds us uh, of the yeah, longing of man that we're made for ultimately for heaven. The reality of that our hearts are never going to be content in this world. There's no relationship in our lives that can give us to pray and to sacrifice in that way, even all 
be the small one. You can go when he comes to a restaurant and eat out there, maybe, either for you in Wisconsin. When a father comes to be able to take that time to both enjoy, but also to pray and to take seriously our Dads mean business. And they want to share beautiful feasts, what they've come to know and understand, but also call us with their children to challenge passive fathers and in some sense become really a missing celebrate in today's society because there's so many voices. So thanks for your witness to us that can get into the minds of hearts of children that fathers have to continue to speak the Christmas reality, continue to hold firm the line at times and challenge their children to greater things. Any final thoughts or reflections with us this morning? Today's society. So it's so fitting for Pope Francis to call the year of St. Joseph and now the year of the family that will start in March. To have both these years kind of overlapping each other, it will be a very powerful time for the church throughout the world. Yeah, and when he, in his Angelus address just yesterday, December 27th, the Holy Father said, Today's feast, that is of the Holy Family, reminds us of the, of the example of evangelizing with the family, proposing to us once again the idea, the ideal of conjugal and family love as underlined in the apostolic exhortation, again, Amoris Laetitia, promulgated five years ago, this coming March 19th. And so he says it'll be an opportunity to focus more closely on the contents of the document. It's a long document. You gotta, it's, it's arduous. It's uh, <laughs> one of the longer documents in papal history, but he says these reflections will be made available to ecclesial We are looking forward to families a new year to accompany in, them indeed. on their <laughs> Thank you, journey. Father James Starr has actually been a website established for this. Rochester www.laity family life that you serve in addition to the one in family life and thank you again for joining us we're out of time unfortunately but that means of, uh, that it's time the for dedicated a the preview of the next begin March episode 19th. of Real the Feast of our technical director, Eli. Hey, hey thanks, Matt. Great show today. And it'll uh, end on the 26th of June morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central right here on the Real Presence Radio um, Network. And I don't That'll think any... I'm pretty sure no pandemic coming to you from is going to change Church those in Ipswich, dates. South yeah, Dakota. So you can't push those probably. with a special guest talking about one of the coolest secrets of the Catholic faith, the 12 Days of Christmas. Ultimately, then, then nothing. Jim Keenan right. will talk about mental really. health and wellness <laughs> during the holidays. Yeah. Nothing gets Plus, canceled. Plus, Don Wolf from the Truly. Diocese of yeah, you know Sioux Falls. It strikes me we'll talk about just the beauty uh, of family life and the need technology for our emphasis and how we can it. use that to aid our faith. That. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That'll be tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Central, right here on Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Thanks, Eli. Sounds like a great show coming up. And Father Jason Kern, we've had a great show. A lot, a lot of, of great dialogue guests, in the church, but the reality is, is the document yeah, it, it was an awesome day. Wants uh, to you know, emphasize the importance. You mentioned really important to a new year. I saw each other. this little meme and today. Family life said, is the primary um, means where we really you know, we're going to have to establish the domestic twenty twenty local church. One, in other words, W O N God that twenty twenty beat us. And it's like, oh boy, no one wants to admit that. Ability actually to grow in this year of sort of suffering. A lot of grace has come about too. We have to see the spiritual life that God brings. So family life becomes the very model. We heard that today. We heard that today church so many witnesses and by investing people are living the faith in each other, so beautifully. loving one another, so I'm inspired each other. I'm encouraged that the Lord is that our work in our days and failures, we can be of good cheer, be of great faith, and that the Lord life really brings that forward. So it, it's Absolutely. an opportunity and, uh, for us. I think it really all boils down to just that personal holiness. It doesn't have to bring this to the local feel all that extraordinary. I was reminded recently.
recently have been quote by uh, or an idea by Bishop Fulton J. Sheen. There's a specific phrase you within know, it's really ordinary, yeah, ordinary, the Holy Father Pope Francis which is what we're all called to within the, the family. Being and we're talking about a family, the Holy Family, the year, and upcoming year dedicated to the family. Haven't we seen that this past year? The importance of that domestic church. It really comes down to times when he, how he described it, was go to mass for what are those families? Just what are those homes that you, as we didn't find, very have all difficult to leave about you know you just don't want to leave but uh, and it's easy to go and visit of the domestic church that's a sign has really been as opposed to those houses those families where I think maybe to the Holy Father too difficult to visit and then realizing well maybe we should declare a year dedicated to the family to leave you just want to get out that's how you can recognize so advice sage advice from Bishop Fulton thanks for listening to Real Presence Live more to life next here on the RPR Sacrament of Marriage to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Ministry, Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith of and a look at the good the and holy and things happening in our local area. With weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. And then Tune finally, in for an to encore of each show beginning Saturday morning ministry. at 6. Get so the podcast anytime, uh, day or night, at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. Fragility. And remember, you can be a part so of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, so engaging, look and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Up. Yeah, there'll be <laughs> way more information coming forward, no doubt. That's what a gift. Up next, the rest of the world is moving on, but for Catholics, Christmas isn't not over yet. We'll discuss this next on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.